Ooh, good evening. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for spending 10 with Tom in the kitchen. That's right. Do not adjust your set. I said in the kitchen. And you've just joined me at a particularly teary moment. And I'll explain why that is, or at least that will become an apparent uh, in a few minutes. This is a, a, a special edition of 10 with Tom. A special 10 with Tom. It's also an enhanced podcast. So take a glance down at your fifth generation iPod or iPod Nano or, excuse me, any iPod with um, a screen and you'll see uh, a picture. And those pictures will change as you can see. Um, <laughs> okay, I thought I could hold off. This is what's happening tonight. I'm making pumpkin soup in my kitchen and I thought... Surely the best spot to um, for you to join me was while I was cutting up onions. And onions just suddenly got a bit too much for me. That's why it's a teary moment. Oh, and I'm, I'm bound by the shackles of a headset. Whew! They're particularly pungent ones. I was just saying, enhanced podcast. Tonight we're making pumpkin soup. To make pumpkin soup, you will need two pumpkins, some celery, a kitchen and some delicious fresh chicken stock and I've chopped up most of the um, pumpkins one and a half pumpkins actually three quarters of a pumpkin because there were actually two halves of pumpkins and I'm just halfway through the uh, onions when you caught me so for this job you'll need a sharp knife <gasps> ouch just kidding as I return to chopping up the onions it's been an exciting week for me I was mentioned on other shows, and I absolutely love when I get mentioned on other shows. I was mentioned on the the Zedcast, where Bruce um, falsely accused me of being from Sydney. Uh, in fact, I'm from Newcastle, as he issued a, a, an apology for it in the subsequent episode, I think. And that was fantastic. I actually got an email from Bruce, which is cool. So good day, Bruce. Beautiful Australian name, by the way. Bruce, mate. The sound you heard was some uh, spray-on non-stick oil, which I was spraying into my pot, which is uh, very genuine. So what I've just done here is I've sprayed the oil into the pot. I'm putting the hot on the, the pot on the hot plate, and I'm just turning that on to a medium-high temperature. Uh, I have here on my wait a second, better get a photo of this. I've taken most of the other photos beforehand, but uh, oh wow, there's a lot of orange. Hold on. There we go. There's my chopped up pumpkin, my um, uh, chopped up onion, and some garlic there as well. And while that pot's just heating up, I'll just reach across and throw... It's not heating up at all. If you're out buying an oven and you have the choice, get a gas, get a gas stove, because that hums along much quicker. <sighs> and I'm just going to put the onion... The, sorry, the garlic, first of all, followed, followed closely behind the onion into the pot. Oh, I just threw the garlic in. I thought that would make a delicious hissing sound, but it ain't. And the stove's across the other side of the kitchen from the uh, my iBook uh, sitting on top of the microwave, so guaranteed I'm going to turn around and everything's going to come crashing down. Yeah, so what was I saying? Oh yeah, another show I was mentioned on, the, um, the Red Boy podcast, where I left a comment. But he brought up that I said bum bag on my last show. And you're quite right, that's what we call a fanny pack. 
no, we call it a bum bag, you call it a fanny pack. But we don't call it a fanny pack. Send me an email if you can guess why. Uh, the pound key. What? It was a pound key. Sorry. We don't call it a pound key, we call it a hash key. And uh, Red Boy said, why would I call it a noughts and crosses thing if it's clearly not a nought or a cross? The reason I call it a noughts and crosses thing is because noughts and crosses is what we call tic-tac-toe. We call it noughts and crosses. Uh, so that noughts and crosses thing, which we call a hash key, you call a pound key. This is wild. Honestly, it's kind of fun, sort of comparing the way we speak for five minutes, you know, every couple of weeks or so. I had an unfortunate experience with a bunch of young people uh, from North America, and they sort of were staying with us for a couple of weeks and honestly two weeks straight of wow you call that a teapot we call that a, a, a teapot and it just gets really tedious and I'm not accusing any of uh, any of you people of that but um, too much of a good thing you know can you hear that that's that's actual onion sizzling away in my pan it's true it's factish speaking of things that are factish or rather things that are anagrams of factish, here's this. Hi, this is Kat. And Bob. Show us the love by emailing us at cat at catfishshow.com and let us know what amazing show you heard this on. Yeah. Welcome back. I apologize for my rather cryptic segue beforehand. Alright. Onion's going nicely. Time's going nicely. Beautiful. Um... Who else mentioned me? Daryl got mentioned under. Oh, Daryl, I received a copy of the podcasting calendar and a very high quality pod dog key ring. And um, if you listened last 10 with Tom, you'll know my feeling towards keys. However, I'm very fond of your um, the, the, the pod dog key ring. It's very cool. Canada minus 27 minus 27 celsius he's taking his dog for a walk that just blows my mind honestly i'm we, we get down to you know like five degrees in the absolute middle of winter so minus 27 degrees just blows my mind okay these onions and garlic are nearly done so anyway, what's happening in Australia? Well, in a few weeks, and this is what I'm particularly excited about. Now, I'm not a crazy um, sports nut, but the one sport that I do enjoy watching almost religiously is rugby league. And this is this is the game in New South Wales, is rugby league. It some people would you know would uh, have you believe that the trend is moving towards rugby union, but honestly, that's just a passing thing. It's rugby league, and the season is starting up, and I'm totally pumped. My uh, my own team, the Canberra Raiders, have uh, had somewhat of a disappointing decade. They last took home the Premiership in 1994, uh, at which time I was living in Canberra, and that was a very exciting time for all concerned. But haven't done really well in in a in a season since. Ten with ten ten with Tom. Yes, welcome. Ten points tonight. If uh, if you're not a citizen of Australia, ten points. If, you, if you're not a citizen of New South Wales, let's make it a bit easier. Uh, if you can tell me the colours of the Canberra Raiders Rugby League Club, 
if you are a citizen of New South Wales or the Australian Capital Territory, you'll have to tell me the uh, name of the mascot of the Canberra Raiders. I'm not going to do last week's 10 points because I only got one entrant. So, you know, honestly, if that's the response I'm going to get, who, who am I kidding? That's the response I'm expecting. Cranky Pants this week come to you as I remove the um, onions from the hot plate and just put in my chopped up pumpkin. These are butternut pumpkins. Widely accepted as the best pumpkins for, for soup. Cranky Pants this week, last week I talked about keys. This week I'd like to talk to you about pens. Pens are either pack animals or completely extinct animals. Here on my bench top, guess what that is? That's a novelty mug full of pens. And yet today, I had a complete drought of pens. It's like after decades of going after them for their delicate ivory ball points, which looked lovely on, uh, on a lady's Sunday afternoon hat, or their fantastic insides which, with which they could make piano keys, had gone completely extinct. I actually stole a, I stole a buyer a pen from one of the schools I was visiting because I didn't have one and I need a pen. Yes, in this day and age I need a pen and a... Ah, who am I kidding? I'm trying to make soup, I'm trying to talk to you good people. My brain has the, the, the parallel processing ability of uh, MS-DOS 6. No, MS-DOS 5.4. Bit of a, uh, a geeky joke, but uh, anyway, um, I'm, I'm not. I'm not even going to try doing cranky pants tonight, because because cranky pants tonight is my brain. Because I can't do one thing and do two things. Bruce, you're a genius for doing two things at once. Doing the washing up and recording a podcast. Right, I've um, added the pumpkin to the broth. To the to the pot, and I'm going to add the hot water from a kettle to that bunch because oh okay just going to cover the pumpkin with hot water and I'm just going to bring that to the bowl and I'm going to add the celery celery the forgotten ingredient of most soups but not mine that's in the pot um, what else am I going to add? Uh, if you um, were doing this properly, you'd probably use fresh chicken stock. Stock. I'm using some stock cubes. I'm just going to add uh, four stock cubes to that mix. This is this is um, fascinating stuff, I know. But I thought I'd really expand the frontiers of podcasting. And I don't know if anybody's ever made soup on a podcast before. And I might be revealing an ancient family recipe I say I might be not my ancient not my family's ancient soup recipe but it, it might just coincidentally be an ancient family recipe for making soup of somebody whose secret is now out there and they probably stand to lose a fortune and that's it that's my delicious pumpkin soup um, I've just got to cook and everything and uh, in the vein of uh, most pre-recorded publications here's it completed ta-da
Um, so that's that. We are running up a bit short on time. So here's a little something I also prepared earlier. Thanks for spending 10 with me tonight and I'll look forward to having your company again next time. Catch me on 10withtom.com or send me an email on tom at 10withtom.com. For some reason my caller hotline isn't working anymore. Probably largely correlated with the number of calls I've been receiving lately, i.e. none, so they've closed it. But uh, fortunately there are lots of other different ways you can get in contact with me, such as the aforementioned email or send leaving a comment on my blog. Or I'm over on the pickle somewhere. Search for 10 with Tom and you'll probably find me. Anyway, as I was saying, here's a an audio tidbit that I prepared earlier, and thanks for joining me. Bye-bye. Hi, how are you tonight? I'm good. Are you ready to order? Yeah, I was just wondering what uh, the, the Mexicana here is. That's the Scotch fillet steak with a fresh spicy salsa and an avocado dressing. Oh. And the seafood steak? That's a scotch fillet with a creamy prawn salad topping. It's very good, that one. That sounds nice. Uh, what about this last one here? Steak d'air? Oh, that's steak d'air. That's the uh, that's a scotch fillet with a white cauliflower sauce on a bed of actual human hair. Huh. That actually doesn't sound that nice at all. Well, we can do it without the cauliflower if you like. So just the, the steak and the, uh, and the hair. The, the human hair, that's right. Alright, I'll have that one. Okay. And how would you like that done? Um, part it on the left, please. And um, anything to drink? Ah, uh, yes. Could I have a glass of Uncle Jeff's Fizzo Plonk 2005? Good choice. Alright, that won't be too long. Hello, Sam. Ah, hello, Professor. I'm sorry I'm late. Oh, that's okay. I was able to get some good uh, dialogue with the waitress in. Ow! Never end your sentences with a preposition, my boy. Sorry, Professor. Uh, anyway, I hope you don't mind, but I, but I went ahead and ordered. Oh, that's not a problem. I had a burrito on... Ouch! That's a preposition. Yes, but I hadn't finished my sentence. Sorry, Professor. But when you did it to me, you got me in the eye. Ow! Never use the, uh, never use the auxiliary got in a in a subordinate clause. You made that up. Another preposition, my boy. No, up in that context is a particle of the verb phrase made up, not a preposition at all. Okay, shall we call it a grammar truce? Sure. Um, you wanted me to tell you what I thought of your novel. Oh yes, have you read it? Yes, I have. And what did you think? Well, you said it was inspired by C.S. Lewis's Narnia novels. Yes, it was. Hmm. Thing is, near as I can tell, it's a word-for-word -word copy of the line, The Witch in the Wardrobe. What? This is absurd. I mean, you've changed the names. Um, Aslan is now Smiley Leon, and the kids are Greg, Peter, Marsha, and Cindy, but it's the same book. Actually, I think you've just photocopied the book and scribbled on the new names. Do you think anybody will notice? Yes, Alvin, I think they will. Huh. Well, what if I called it the Chronicles of Restaurantia? No, you can't you can't just take another book and change the names. You have to you have to write your own book. That's why your other books failed. Do you mean the Lord of the Bangles trilogy? Yes. Oh. I was rather hoping to see that one on the big screen. 
here we go so there's your wine and there's your steak oh sorry can't stand cauliflower can i get you something sir yes can i see the menu sure i'll just bring it over oh.